Welcome back to another episode of Towers Talk. I'm Angela. And I'm Patrick. Welcome back to another week. The Towers Talk podcast is brought to you by Lion Bennett and Braxton Towers. Towers, you can live anywhere, but when you're here, you're home. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us again. Today, we are joined by Ixia Vega and Emily Wommeldorf of Planned Parenthood South Atlantic. Welcome, Ixia and Emily. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you. So first, can you both uh, share a bit about more about your educational background and how you ended up working for pa- Planned Parenthood South Atlantic? Hi, I'm Ixia. And I'm originally from Chicago, but I decided to come to WVU for my undergrad. And I actually lived in Bennett, so very excited to be here today. But one day I heard on campus that we had a Planned Parenthood group starting up and that it was they were going to have their first meeting and I like wasn't really involved my freshman year because you know like your first year of college and you're kind of scared and nervous so I decided sophomore year that I was going to get more involved and be more intentional so then when I heard about it I went to the meeting and they were looking for officers and I was like hi I'm here please give me something to do because I want to grow so Eventually, I ended up becoming the vice president and then later on the president. And then through Planned Parenthood Generation Action, I met Emily. And Emily was the field organizer for West Virginia at the time. And she was looking for an intern. And I happened to be looking for an internship. So it worked pretty well. But I I really ended up loving what Planned Parenthood stood for and all the stuff that It had to do with West Virginia and I'm a history, I was a history major. So I got really into Appalachian studies and I got super involved with like Morgantown and West Virginia in general. And the fact that Planned Parenthood not only has great services and I'm a patient of them too. So like, I love that for all of us. They gave me the opportunity to like try new things all over the country and travel all throughout West Virginia where like if I didn't work for Planned Parenthood, I would not have seen half of the things I've seen. So yeah, that's just a little bit about how I ended up here. <laughs> and now you're the field organizer. Oh yeah. And now <laughs> I'm the field organizer. It just happened to work out that at the time that I was graduating in May, Emily's position opened up. So I applied and I got it. So uh, they love to hire with it, (laughs) but it was super exciting. Came full circle and I'm just super pumped to be here. Yeah, I love listening to Ixia's story of falling in love with West Virginia. As a West Virginian, it warms my heart. I also have a similar origin story to my like Planned Parenthood journey. I grew up in Morgantown, but I went to school in Shepherdstown at Shepherd University. I got my BA in English and I had a minor in gender and women's studies. And through my minor, I was sat on the, I was a student representative for the gender and women's studies board at Shepherd and started getting involved with what they were doing, met the field organizer for Planned Parenthood at the time, whose name is also Emily. And we started a generation action group out at Shepherd University, but I was graduating because my senior year. And so I left and then I came back to Morgantown and was like, ah, it's after college. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) And I kind of followed the field organizer around and was volunteering until Eventually, I got an internship, and then almost a year later, I ended up getting the field organizer position when it opened up, and then it kind of just grew from there. So I've been with Planned Parenthood since, as an intern at least, up until now, since like 2017. So that's been cool. 
and we both kind of came from like starting from college up until here. Look at us. Who would have thought? That's awesome. Thank you so much. So um, to start us off with questions, a lot of our listeners may not realize all of the great services that Planned Parenthood offers the community. Can you talk about some of these services? So yeah, uh, Planned Parenthood doesn't technically have a health center in Morgantown, but actually because of the COVID-19 pandemic, it turned our plans for eventual telemedicine services into overdrive. And so now we do have one health center that's located in Vienna, West Virginia, but students um, and residents of Morgantown could all utilize the services at our Vienna Health Center, which includes affordable family planning services like birth control, cancer screenings, education, kind of just like a lot of those things that you would need for your reproductive health care and wellness. And then also like AC and I work for the advocacy arm of Planned Parenthood. And so a lot of what we have to do, what we do has to do with like community organizing and fighting for access to uh, better or expanded reproductive health care. And, and it's a really big range of what all that means, but it could mean anything from like, you know, working at the state level for better legislation or, you know, helping set up period product donation drives. So it, there's so much that we do, but we really work to make sure that folks in all the communities that we um, work in or serve have access to a better shot at reproductive health care and wellness for whatever that means. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. So the next question we have for you is, are you all working on any community projects that you'd like to share with our listeners, which is primarily like our first year students or anybody, honestly, that's listening to this episode today? So right now we're doing a ton of stuff surrounding menstrual equity. Menstrual equity is the idea and the thought and the belief that everyone should have access to period products regardless of gender, um, sexual orientation, race, and economic status. So we are doing a bunch of different stuff with that. We actually just had a lobby day this week where folks got to, community members and constituents got to talk to some of their delegates and their senators and urge them to prioritize periods. So that's what our campaign is called, Prioritize Periods. And we're super excited about it because we've seen a lot of people in the community react well to it and want to get involved. And I think that this is also a perfect opportunity for students to get involved. There's people on the WVU campus who are going out of their way to make sure that they're getting involved with this and setting up their own drives and planning out pickup stations and drop-off stations and delivery like services too. So we're super excited about what's going on there. And WVU has been great about wanting to get involved with this too. And you'll see some like drop-off stations and pickup locations on your campus. So that's super exciting. So we're right now, we're really about prioritizing periods. Yeah. And actually there are, as of right now, there are five different locations that you can get free period products courtesy of the Prioritize Periods campaign on WVU's campus. So in the downtown library, the Evansdale library, the health sciences library, there are stations in each library that offer period products. There's like take some, leave some bins there. Um, in both of the commuter lounges, there's also bins for the same reason. So five different places that you can get free products. So we're really excited about that. And that's been like a recent thing we've been able to put into place. 
Thank you. And just to follow up, we are we are in the process of trying to get period products in the residence halls as well. Uh, so that is one of our new projects that we'll hopefully be piloting soon. So definitely check into that uh, soon. I also want to give a shout out because Emily were able to donate a lot of amazing products, menstrual products and sexual health products for our Sex in the Dark program that happened in Towers in February. Y'all provided amazing kits for us. So we really appreciated those donations. So thank you. Yeah, we're happy to be able to give them to folks and happy that students can utilize those products. Yeah, students are super excited. So just to follow up, I know that you've talked a lot about this already. You do so much great work in the community as a whole. Can you share just what changes around equity and social justice work you would like to see here in WVU? Well, as someone who did not go to WVU, I don't have as much of an intimate knowledge of like what the campus life is like. But I will say from a general standpoint, if we're talking about the menstrual equity work, I would love to see like period products and sexual health and wellness products be more readily available on campus to students and and like also staff and other folks that work um, in WVU. I mean, it's such a huge employer for the city of Morgantown, you know, having access to free products that are absolutely a necessity for folks would be really great and having them in you know in the bathrooms and these other kind of like drop-off locations are great but I would also love to see them in really like a lot more accessible places for people as well and I, I again I would also like to just see more like openness and transparency about like sexual wellness products I know it's so amazing that like y'all were giving out those products to your residents and and, and I know there's groups and on campus that are doing that but I also know that like it's kind of hard sometimes for students to access things like free condoms. And we certainly want people to be safe and having safe sex. And we should equip them with the things to do that, which means free condoms and free dental dams and free lube. And so however we can help with that is great, but also kind of moving towards a culture of less stigma around that on WVU's campus, I think would be a beautiful thing. Yeah. And to kind of piggyback off that, I would love to see it also be a little bit more financially inclusive for folks like college is expensive and I was an out-of-state college student so I am paying the price for it now (laughs) but it's already so expensive so when students aren't able to make the decisions that they need to make and that they know that they should be making the healthy decisions about their sex lives or about their bodies they can't sometimes they can't afford to do so so I would love to see kind of what Emily said have things be more available and more open and then also that breaks the stigma like people don't have to feel weird about picking up free condoms from the layer like if they're offering them for free get them like why are you going to go out of your way to pay for them instead of just grabbing them from somebody. (laughs) So I would just love to see a little bit less stigmatization about it and a lot more openness about we like we know what's happening. Like, come on. (laughs) I love it. Thank you guys. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you both very much. All right. So we always end our TTP episodes with the same question. And you mentioned that you were a Bennett resident once upon a time. So I'm going to ask you both to put yourself back in that mindset and think about our first year students here. So what is one piece of advice that you would like to share with those first year students who may be listening to this episode today? I would say get involved and don't be afraid to ask for help. There's people all over the place that want to help you. And I know it's nerve wracking. Like I'm like, my voice is shaking just even thinking about like how scary it feels, but people are 
so nice in West Virginia. Like that's one thing that I've always noticed that everyone's literally willing to help you no matter what. So there's so many resources around you. Use them. They're free. They're helping. So make sure that you're getting involved and try not to be so scared. It's okay. It's all going to be fine. And we're going to make it through. Well, I, like I said, I did not go to WVU, so I don't know what it's like to live in the towers. However, I agree with Ixia, get involved early. I did not get involved with like many things on my campus when I was in college until like my junior year. And I felt like I was missing out a lot once I started doing that, but also sleep, go to that 8am class. Even if you don't want to, it's not worth failing, (laughs) but get your sleep, drink your water. Your brain will love you and thank you for it. I love it. Couldn't agree more. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you all so much for joining this week. And thank you so much, Ixia and Emily for your time today. Make sure to tune in next week when we interview another member of the WVU community.